At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Friday morning, too. It is a numbers game at VSEN, the sports betting network. VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada on the show today. Josh Towers on baseball. Jason Weigarden from Under a Cloud of Smoke. Chris Felica with some week one college football thoughts. And Scott Seidenberg joins us momentarily to talk about the betting pentathlon, get his baseball thoughts of the day, and Jeff Schwartz on the NFL, his favorite uh, NFL bets that he has this offseason. All of that, by the way, it's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. How you doing, Jeff? Are you good? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. I, t- Terrell Hatton actually uh, in the mix for me, which is kind of stunning. Terrell Hatton. By the way, this is a so, – so DJ on top of the leaderboard currently, live. Dustin Johnson, nine under, shot five under for the day in his second round. So he has a one-stroke lead over, there's that man again, Scotty Scheffler. So glad I have the Scheffler bets. Eight under, went four under yesterday, four under today. Scheffler's one back. Your guy, Tyrrell Hatton, who shot six under today, he's one back. Patrick Cantlay having himself a day. Six under through 15, he's one back. Cam Smith, three under for the day. He's early on the course. He's only through five. He's eight under, one back. And Cam Young, who, of course, had the uh, eight under in the clubhouse yesterday, he's even for the day through four. So, I mean, it is, that's not to mention a bunch of guys right behind that. So it is a star-studded leaderboard at the Open Championship, which uh, with uh, much golf to be played. Let's get there, Scotty Scheffler. There goes that man again. But let's start today with what was was just a really fun event, I think, in the end here at, at VEASAN. 
the baseball betting pentathlon. Congratulations to follow the money to Mission Paul, who end up winning it by uh, by eleven dollars and change over me. They played it very nicely. So let's go through this because the, the beauty of this, and we'll bring in Scott Seidenberg for this because I, I need to apologize to Scott. So let's bring in Scott Seidenberg, host of the Look Ahead here at Visa. Scott, good morning to you. Gil, I only do things this early in the morning for you, my friend. Oh, you're very kind. Listen, so I just want to go through this real quick, so forgive my little babble here. But so I started the day in the lead just to give people a sense of this. And we, we only talk about this because we want to give a sense of how interesting contests can be at the end. And this is a little five-game microcosm where I was in the lead, and so I took a unintended nap because I'm an old man and I just fell asleep on the couch. At about 15 minutes before the uh, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern game start, I hit up parlay, and I'm like, okay, I was going to go Giants first inning. Yes, a run will be scored. By the way, it didn't end up happening later in the day. But I'm looking at what's on the board now, who has put in their picks. And I think the way to play this is I'm going to go, I'm going to match Seidenberg's pick, which is Cortez to win, because I actually liked your pick too. And it wasn't just to knock you out. It was the fact that in that one fell swoop, I could knock you out, probably knock Greg Peterson out because he had Cortez over strikeouts. That didn't get there either. And if and if Cortez did win, which he didn't, right, he left in a tie game, um, then it would knock out the edge two with their pick because they couldn't mathematically get ahead. So I was trying to kill four people at once. So I apologize to you because I, I'm, I don't apologize to you for knocking you out like that. I apologize to you because I robbed you of the enjoyment of the last day, sir. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, it was all in great fun. I thought this oh, was, yeah. like you said, this was an incredible week so that fun. we had at Eason. I mean, the content on the shows was incredible, the interaction with the hosts. And I thought, Gil, the best part was that the listeners got involved as well. I mean, mm-hmm. the viewers for Eason were so invested in this contest, which was amazing. And it, uh, to me, and we'll, we'll learn from this, right? You know, like this is the first time we've ever done this. I would have not had a prop bet be the last selection to make. I would agree. Because I would me, agree. Yes. It ro- it, ro- it you talk about robbing the enjoyment of the last day. <laughs> I think it robbed it robbed the um just the the the, the idea of capping for the week kind of got robbed by having the prop bet on the last day because everyone was just going for bombs and chasing the highest plus money prop yes. to to actually try and mathematically win. And if you look at everything that we selected yesterday, I don't really think there, besides maybe Greg Peterson's K-Prop, there was really nothing that we would have actually invested a full unit-sized bet in in betting personally or recommending to anybody to bet personally yesterday. No, I think that's a, I think that's a great point. And again, that, that robs nothing from, from again, from Mitch and Paul good on them that they want. Cause they played it well too, right? Like, cause what you're saying is right. Both things are all true. What you're saying is correct. That it's probably, we probably learned from that. The prop bet where you can take the bombs shouldn't be the last one because right. While I could have strategized to knock out four, right. There was nothing I could have done about the homers or the same game parlays. If one of those hit and one of them did, um, it's just the tip of the cap. There's nothing. There's nothing you could do about it. But they were smart because then once I had called my shot, they could do just enough of one that had the likely lo- likelihood to eclipse me. So like a plus two twenty, which is exactly what happened. 
Um, Corbin Burns, 9Ks plus a Brewers win. The nightcap also had Corbin Burns, 11Ks plus a Brewers win. Two same-game parlays. So Follow the Money had to thread that needle as well, which was hilarious to watch. At that point, I was just playing defense, right? I had no skin in the game. And I'm just watching that transpire. And then there was the Danny Burke. Did you see this part, Jeff? This was the, the most comical part of the whole thing, was that Dan Burke of Rush Hour had Brandon Belt, an RBI from Brandon Belt, over plus a half an RBI, three to one. And in the bottom of the eighth, the Giants loaded the bases. It was two to two, and Belt came to the plate. And so me playing defense against Nightcap, Follow the Money, and Danny Burke, I was I was screwed either way. And so I put in a call to Gabe Kapler. Scott, you're on the email list. It's the leaflet uh, email list. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I emailed Kapler and I'm like, could you get Belt out of the game and put in somebody else? And he does it. He pinch hits for Belt. So Burke got eliminated on that alone. And then Ruff swings at a three-one. And I knew I was cooked at that point. I was like, if I didn't win there, it was over. But it was so much, it was so hilarious to watch that last sequence of events. But I do think your point is right. We we probably learned to put that earlier if we ever did that again. For sure. Yeah, and and also I didn't know we could do a same game parlay. Like that's not a prop bet; that's a parlay. I oh, mean, controversy! I would have started, started to put together different things. You know, I, I mean, go to me. I think you finished in first place because technically a parlay is not a prop bet. Wow, Scott Seidenberg starting some controversy. I didn't even think of it that way. Oh, well, you know, whatever. As as you know, as you know, other people were doing other things too, which are even more sort of off the board. Anyway, it was like it was super fun, and so yeah, I hope we do it in some form again uh, down the road. But that was that was very cool. Um, let me just ask you because I never get a chance to talk to you about baseball in general. First of all, this is early in the morning for you. You just got off the air at what one in the morning? Do you get off the air midnight? What's your what is your final time on air at night? Usually 1 a.m., but yesterday and today I did have the fortunate opportunity to be hosting My Guys in the Desert. Oh. So a much earlier day for oh, me okay. yesterday and today. So did you get a chance to look at the card today? Do you have any plays? Uh, I don't know about an official plays yet because uh, I haven't seen any lineups yet today, but you got to imagine, and I know that the line is heavily juiced, but the Blue Jays going up against the Omaha Storm Chasers. Um, I really was surprised by yesterday's outcome. Now, I know Alec <laughs> Manoa's on the hill today, and, and he's just incredible at home. Uh, I, I saw it's like minus 345, so there might be some way to play the Blue Jays going up against the Royals. You know, it's funny. The play that I recommended yesterday on My Guys in the Desert was actually the under 2.5 for Kansas City, and they score a third run in the top of the ninth inning. So. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I I, I was shocked by that. Jeff, you had the Omaha. By the way, when we say the Omaha Storm Chasers, we're we're joking about the fact that the Royals have ten players who couldn't, who who aren't eligible to play in Canada because of vaccine rules. And as a north of three dollar dog, what'd you get him at yesterday? So I actually didn't take outright. I had a whole bunch of money lines yet, or excuse me, run lines. I should say. Oh wow. Okay. I took a run and a half pregame plus one seventy. And then I texted you this, Gil. When the Blue Jays had a runner on first base with no one out in the bottom of the first inning in a nothing-nothing game, yeah. the run line jumped all the way to 
Storm Chasers plus three and a half <laughs> minus one twenty. So great. So I just yeah. took that, thinking, all right, good on you. Well, let, let's go with that. I didn't expect them to win the game. That's why I took yeah. the run lines, not the big bloated uh, money line price. Scott, let me just ask you this: If you're a Blue Jays, you just scuttled your manager Charlie Montoyo, then you're playing this outfit of the Royals, and you lose this game right after you fire your manager. Like there is no excuse for this, is there? No, and 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 full disclosure, I bet the Blue Jays against the Phillies. The day they fired Montoya, thinking they get the uh, fired manager against the Phillies, the fired manager boost, and it worked. And I thought it was going to work for the next several games, and I think it was strategy on their part, right? You look at the schedule, you think to yourself, you should easily get by this Royals team, especially with the amount of minor leaguers that they have to call up to fill this roster, and you fire Montoya, you, you, you let Schneider take over, and you go into the All-Star break with a four- or five-game winning streak, and you feel good about your team. All those good feelings are absolutely gone after mm-hmm. losing that game yesterday, especially with your ace, well, you know, pseudo-ace in Gosman, because I'd say Manoa's the top pitcher, uh, on the hill. And he actually looked good after his first start after being drilled in the leg in that comebacker by Tampa Bay last Scott, we only we only have thirty seconds here, so I'm not going to convince you in thirty seconds. But you are you are not an Otani as the MVP guy, correct? I am not. You are not. Who is your MVP currently? Jordan Alvarez. Uh, you cannot deny his offensive numbers, and he's only struck out fifty-seven times this season. Yeah, he's got to get back quick sooner than later, though. You would agree with that? Yes, absolutely. I mean, look, there's a 50-something at that gap between him and Aaron Judge, which he has to make up by coming back to it. Yes. Scott Seidenberg, everybody, at Scott's On Air, host of The Look Ahead. Scott, I apologize again. Thank you for being such a good sport about it, man. Uh, you're the best, Gil. I appreciate you. Thank you. Scott Seidenberg right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Jeff Schwartz next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Don't sleep on BetMGM, as you know, each and every day. BetMGM with all kinds of promotions, but generally speaking, what you ought to know about them is that they're Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Just download the app today. won't take you but a few seconds. Then you stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID. To open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I'm not giggling at what I'm reading. I'm giggling at the fact that we it's Seidenberg, Schwartz, and Weingarten today on the show. Jeff, who booked this? What kind of show is this? It's my kind of show is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, former NFL offensive lineman, host of the Jeff Schwartz is Smarter Than You podcast, plies his trade at both uh, Sirius XM, uh, of course, and uh, Pac-12. Uh, he immerses himself in that, but of course, uh, does stuff on Fox as well. It's Jeff Schwartz. How you doing, Jeff? I am good. I'm, I'm here to uh, talk a little football. I'm glad about that. We're getting you know, to the football season. It's pretty got conference media days happening right now. We have, and the first NFL teams report to camp next week, and we're, we're off and running pretty soon. We are off and running pretty soon. It is, it is funny because it is the dead of July, but yet once that calendar turns August, you're like, whoa, we are here. What, what is, uh, let me just sort of get this because I haven't had a chance to talk to you. What's your favorite, I don't know if specific bet that you have thus far this offseason, but what is your, what's your biggest opinion that you think sort of bucks conventional wisdom, if not a bet? Um, well, I mean, I just, I, I think the Ravens to win the AFC North at plus money, I think it's, I think they're the second best odds last I checked. I just don't get why they're not higher. Like, why we're not talking about this. The Ravens last year, I think we're eight and three before Lamar got hurt, and that was with half their team already hurt. Then they come back healthy. You typically don't get um, back-to-back years of injuries ravaging your team. All they've done since Harbaugh and Lamar have paired together is win football games. Um, You know they're going to be well-coached. You know they're going um, to to win a lot of games. And you look around that division, right, the Browns not going to have Deshaun Watson for a large stretch of time. Um, you look at at um, at the Steelers. You know what their quarterback situation going to be like, and the Bengals to me um, are kind of a team that probably takes not a step back, but you know they're they're going to win nine or ten games. But I just I just think that 
the Super Bowl hangovers are real. If you look at the teams that lose the Super Bowl, not many of them come back the next season. It's really hard to do for a reason. Now everyone's gunning for you, right? Like all offseason, now everyone's watching the Bengals play football. That has not happened in many offseasons now, right? And so, you know, teams are more prepared for you. They're ready for you. Can you handle that pressure? We don't know yet. So to me, it's the Ravens to win the North. Like I, I just, I think that we're not paying enough attention to them. Are they, are they Super Bowl contenders? I don't know. Um, but to win the North, I mean, I don't, I don't see what's not the favorite. What is your, I mean, I'm asking you to speculate, obviously, but you, you speak to certain people in the know um, that know the NFL better than others. What is your thought on Deshaun Watson? Like, if I asked you right now, what's your instinct? It, will they ask for the year, and, and will, that, will that actually manifest as a year, do you think? Well, the NFL will ask for a year, but again, I mean, you know, Sue Robinson's going to make her own decision, and, and the question becomes whether or not Roger Goodell will want to overrule her, right? Because in the end, an appeal goes back to him. So he's the one who makes the final call. And, um, you know, I think they need to be harsh on this. Uh, you know, Trevor Bauer got two years from baseball. That's being appealed, obviously. But you have a lot of women that have the same story. And, you know, you pride yourselves in being this league, and I think I've talked to you about this before. Mm-hmm. I've talked about it on my shows and whatnot, that wants to be the, the crime and punishment league, right? You commit a crime, we're going to punish you harshly. Well, they always don't, you know, but it's not really a crime, right? Like, they don't, they don't punish people based on whether or not, you know, the law says they committed a crime. They punish people whether or not there's evidence above 50% that a crime has been committed um, or some sort of misconduct has been made. And I just don't know how you can hear the stories that are being told. And again, we're getting a small detail of those. You know, Sue Robbins is getting all of them and decide if something – uh, wasn't done here when you suspended players for six games and three games and eight games for kind of far less, um, you know, uh, far less transgressions. I don't know what the right word is right there, but like just far, you know, I, I just don't, I don't know how you don't suspend them for a year. I, I don't either. I don't either. Like I, I'm surprised that anybody has the opinion that it should be less. I really do. Based on again, how the, just in terms of history, how the NFL mishandled the Josh Brown case, how they mishandled the Ray Rice case how they overcompensated perhaps in the Zeke Elliott uh, case. Now you only have Goodell at the appeal level. So I, I'm yeah. completely with you. Uh, if, if the Let's go back to the, to the field itself. If the Ravens are the team that you feel is a bet-on team and, and that people may underrate given the competition in that division, who's the team just anecdotally that you're hearing that people seem to love this offseason that you're just not buying? Um, you know, there's, it's, it's actually, it actually feels like... As more people have gone into the industry, like there's some more opinions on teams. Like you, you rarely get a team where you're like, man, no one's on this team because like there's enough people to talk about this now. Um, the one team I, I will caution people on is the Broncos. Um, so you have a, a first-time head coach, and the last time he called plays, right, as the play caller was with Jacksonville. I mean, it was Blake Bortles, but the offense wasn't very good for many years. Now he gets his own team and calls the plays again. You're switching to a brand new offense. So you have an offensive line um, who is built to do one thing. You're asking them to do a whole new thing now. Um, you're trying to get, you know, you're bringing Russell Wilson over now. And Russell Wilson, remember, not all the issues in Seattle were because of the offensive line. He holds the ball too long, doesn't trust himself. We'll see those issues have changed. You have a brand new defense, of course, right? And your defense is, they're a very talented team. There's a lot of unknowns. And we, we have knowns in the AFC West right now, right? We know the Chiefs are going to be good. We know the Chargers are going to be good. We know the Raiders, I don't know if they're going to be good or not, but they're going to be competitive each and every week. 
I feel like Denver, there's just a lot of unknowns, and people are, are, are just kind of very high on this idea of Russell Wilson and, and you know, rebuilding his career. It could all happen, but I just don't know if it happens right now in, in this year. And I just think that there's a lot of factors I could see them going 9-8 and eight, or 8-9 eight and nine this year as they kind of get things rolling in year one. Are you buying the Colts as a Super Bowl, a, a legit Super Bowl contender? All right, let's let's rank the quarterbacks in the AFC conference. You ready? Let's go. So Josh Allen, right? <laughs> Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow. I think you know I'm going with this, right? Yes. Justin Herbert. Yes. Lamar Jackson. Um, I'm probably missing right, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr. Um, That's half know, the maybe conference. Maybe Trevor Lawrence in year two. Yeah. And you know, takes a jump in year two, right? And then I have Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan is underrated. I do too. But. He's yeah. not going into Buffalo and being the Bills in January. He's not going to Kansas City and being the Chiefs in January. Sorry, it's not happening. No matter how well coached that team is and whatnot. Um, so no, they're going to win. The, they're going to win their division, in my opinion. I think Jacksonville has an opportunity to make it more difficult. I think Jacksonville, if you look at at what I don't, you know, Doug Pearson got a really bad rap. He did, he did really well in Philly, right? He brought Carson Wentz along. It feels like now as we kind of get more information on Carson Wentz, probably was tough to deal with. And, and he, he, he did well with Foles. Like, it's just, I, I think he'll do well with Trevor Lawrence as well. Um, they're not a contender for anything, but just as far as that division. So I think Texas will be better than we expect. So I just, uh, the Colts will win the division, but I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender, no. I, lo- I love you. That was an excellent answer. You're like, let's play rank the AFC. <laughs> let's play rank the AFC quarterbacks. Well, it's, it's yeah. because it's, it's, a yeah. very, it, you know, it's a very, it's a very, and this is why I think like, it's because the Rams, like they're getting no hype right now of a Super Bowl win. I think it's because you true, look at the true. way last year went, where the Bengals, you know, they won three playoff games in a row in the last play of the game, right? And a lot of people looked at them as like, you know, okay, they're in the Super Bowl, but like, how, how good are they, right? Fair or foul, that's what people thought. The Rams last year, right? Stafford played pretty poorly down the stretch. Played better in the playoffs, obviously. Played one in the Super Bowl. And there's people just like, I just... I don't know if I still trust this guy. <laughs> like, it's kind of yeah. weird. But I think we look at, at, at the Rams, and, again, they, they basically run back the same team. They have a new left tackle. They added Bobby Wagner. You know, Odell's gone, but they, they Allen Robinson's there now, right? So they replaced him Allen Robinson. Like, they're still very talented. Now, they have a depth issue, which most teams have. They have a couple guys that, that go out. That's it for them. Um, but the Rams, and all, all McVay does is win football games. Like, they win a ton of football games. So, I feel like they're being slept on. I think all the attention is, is on Tampa Bay. All right, we only, we only have about 30 seconds here left, Jeff. But I want to ask yeah. you, obviously the NFC, not nearly as top-heavy as the AFC, so it is very likely that some team that most people aren't thinking about will slip into a playoff berth, obviously with seven now per conference. So for yes-no playoff uh, bets, this might be an interesting answer. Who is that team that most people are not thinking about that could slip into the NFC playoffs? Well, now it's—I mean, everyone's thinking about them now, but it's the Panthers. If uh, if Mayfield is just good, which he can be, they have a good roster. They'll probably win eight or nine games, and they'll they'll sneak in the playoffs. So probably the probably the Panthers for me. Maybe the Giants if Daniel Jones plays well. Um, those feel like the two teams that could maybe sneak in um, that we don't expect. Okay, Giants, pretty interesting answer. Jeff Schwartz, once again from the Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you podcast. You can follow him at Twitter at Jeff Schwartz. That's the G E O F F variety of Jeff. Jeff, enjoy your summer. Appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Take care, bud. Jeff Schwartz, everybody, former NFL offensive lineman. It's on the Megapod with us last year as well, or the year before. He's a little startled by Wishnev, I will admit. But we got through it. We got through it. Coming back, some NFL props with Jeff. 
Jeff Parlay, that is. Next, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN summer special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of the month. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost. Only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at visa.com slash summer. Skill Alexander, uh, vacation starts after the show today. Jeff Parlay will be in the next couple weeks. And uh, to begin my vacation, one of our uh, bigger carriers, Jeff, has decided to already delay the flight. Oh, how bad? An hour and 40 minutes. Man, you might as well just uh, hop, 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 in, uh, hop in the car. I was just point. about, I said that to, to, uh, yeah. to Kev in the corner earlier. I was like, I just get in a car. I, it, how do you get a text at 630 in the morning like, yeah, we're going to be delayed later? How do you know that already? Well, I guess you wherever, suck that I, bad airline. I guess wherever, where you, wherever your plane is uh, coming from, Gil is already in a, oh. in a heap of trouble. You remember my venture back from D.C., a 17-hour affair. On the other, that was the other big national carrier. You know what they gave me for that for all that trouble? 7,500 miles. Like, just enough to keep your mouth shut about it? Here, take this hush money. These hush miles. Open championship. Uh, let's update that again because for those of us who have bets. By the way, did you, did you make any bets in this, Jeff? Finally in the end? Yeah, so, so I have two outrights. I have two outrights. The only outrights I took were Joaquin Neiman at 60 to 1, which looked much better yesterday than it does today. Mm-hmm. Neiman's probably probably going to make the cut since it looks like the cut is going to be even par. And then I have Terrell Hatton. I felt like I was the only person on planet Earth who bet Hatton this week. Terrell Hatton. And Hatton is one shot behind DJ right now. So, so Cam Smith, Cameron Smith is your leader through eight today. So Cam Smith got hot. Well, he was five under yesterday. He's already five under for the day. So he is 10 under, one stroke lead over Dustin Johnson, who is in the clubhouse at nine under for the tournament. Cam Young, who, remember, was the first round leader at eight under yesterday. He is one under for the day through six. He's at nine under a stroke back. And then your guy, Tyrrell Hatton, my guy, Scotty Scheffler, both two back currently at eight under. But there's a lot of golf left to be played today uh, for both Cameron Smith and Cameron Young. Who could really, you know, if they had a if they had a good round here, could really put some distance between themselves and the field. By the way, the cut at even, my goodness, would you have expected that? These guys just scoring big time on this. Tiger Woods, not so much, huh, Jeff? Not so much at all. There are a hundred and fifty-six golfers in this field. Eldrick Tiger Woods, T one fifty. Is that good? Nine over for the tournament. Six he, over yesterday, three over today. He beat David Duvall. He did beat David Duvall. Well, Gil, uh, the, the, the scene. And Mark Kalkovecchia, it yeah. should be noted. The, the, uh, the scene for Tiger going up to the green on 18, wiping tears away, uh, it sure seems like a moment where Tiger knows, uh, at, least, at least what he said afterwards, knowing that we don't know when the Open Championship's going to be at St. Andrews again. So an emotional moment for Tiger, uh, knowing that this is more than likely the final time he'll play the Open Championship at St. Andrews. 
that last part is the very key component of that because there are some that are thinking, oh, maybe this is the last open championship period he might be Well, so that's what I was going to ask. What do you think? We're just going to get the Masters out of him year after year? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. The U.S. Open doesn't make much sense anymore for him, and the PGA Championship kind of depends on which course it is. If it's a U.S. Open-style course, like this year at Southern Hills, doesn't fit him anymore. See, again, it's just amazing that he was even able to play this. Oh, game. listen, we're just happy to have him here walking the earth, right? I mean, at one point, we were we were worried about that. By the way, we didn't even go further back from Cameron Smith, but three back, Taylor Gooch, Liv, Adam Scott, Patrick Cantlay had himself a day, five under through 17. He's seven under for the tournament, three back. Sahith Thagala, always lurking. He's a lurker. He is seven under for the tournament. He's got two more holes to play today. So there's a bunch of folks up there who are uh, within striking distance. By the way, Rory just started his round. Remember, he was six under yesterday, so he's four back. He uh, parred the first hole today, but Rory could make a run very easily today as the uh, the course is playing pretty easy peasy. Feels like today, just like yesterday. So I got uh, my two because uh, I only had two outrights as well. Were Scotty Scheffler and Will Zalatoris. One of those things is not like the other. One of those people not like the other. Uh, Scheffler right in the mix, as I said, two back. Just there goes that man again, just steadily moving along. Zalatoris was one over yesterday. Uh, right now, he would not make the cut. I don't, I don't see him right now. Did he score? Oh no, he's one over for the day. Oh, he already bogeyed number one on the on the day, so he's got work to do to even uh, make the weekend. I will probably add on to, to Scheffler after tonight. I'm guessing. I don't know that to be the case. Someone could obviously run away with this here. But I think even in that case, I'd probably, if there's a, if I make any more bets, I would add to that guy just because I think he's different. And I think he is, he just will not fall off. He will be in the mix come Sunday, back nine. The one concern I would have, because there's a lot of golf left for Cam Smith's, Smith today, and the afternoon is supposedly the easier time to be out there today. I don't know if, how that's played out. Uh, because the morning played very well today, under par for the whole field so far today, Gil. But Smith's going to have an opportunity to open this thing up on everyone. Uh, already at 10 under, you very easily see him get to 13, 14 under, and well, then you got a big problem for everybody. That's what I just said. He could definitely take a big lead, but I think I would still take Scheffler at even juicier number at that point. But, yes, that is very possible. Again, both Cam, Cameron Smith and Cam Young could put distance between themselves in the field here for sure. You have a uh, you want to go NFL or MLB? You want to do MLB next segment? Let's do yeah, NFL we'll, here. We'll, we'll start this NFL prop and probably have to talk about it a little bit in the in the, uh, in the next segment. And then we have because again, you're not here for two weeks. Ba- the baseball landscape could change a lot in two weeks. Good. While you're not here, Gil. So and we got a dirt and we got to do the derby numbers are out too. We have, have derby them? numbers. Yes. And I, I we can uh, we'll have that with Jason as well, but. Pete Alonso opens at one book at two to one to win the home run derby. So it's right on that cut line there, Gil. Pujols only 20 to one. Yeah, it should be uh, 200 to you one. You can't give us more than 20 to one on Pujols? All right, what do you got here in NFL? What do you, what, yeah, what right, so we did, the, we did the NFC side of this the other day. We'll, we'll go to the AFC side for the season passing touchdowns. And Gil, uh, the, the numbers that stand out more than anything to me is, again, these young guys just have very low numbers, as we saw with Justin Fields on the NFC side. The second-year guys all come in. Mills comes in with 21-and-a-half. Lawrence comes in at 22-and-a-half. Zach Wilson comes in at 22-and-a-half. And Mac Jones comes in at 23-and-a-half. 
the young guys are just not high on books radars for putting up any sort of numbers here, Gil. They're all coming in as the low in the AFC other than Ryan Tannehill who came in at 21 and a half. This feels like, remember what, what Crack said yesterday. I think it should inform most of these bets. What Crack, Bill Krakenberger, who's with us every Thursday, and I think it was a great public service announcement that he, that he made sort of towards the end of the show yesterday, which is, and I'll paraphrase, but your instinct ought to be betting against human achievement here. It really should be. You should be thinking about unders because the confluence of events that has to happen for these to hit is just a far less likely proposition than one thing going wrong, whether it's injury, whether it's injury to your receiver, whether it's you being ahead in games and not needing to pass the football, all kinds of things can happen. So of all of those up there, you're low. So Justin Herbert threw the most passes, had the most pass attempts of everybody in the AFC last year. So is your instinct to go under on him? Well, maybe not, even though he's the high watermark because he just throws the ball all around the yard and has many options. However, what about Patrick Mahomes at 34 and a half without Tyreek Hill now? What about Russell Wilson for all the reasons Jeff Schwartz stated in the last segment under 31 and a half? And what about Matt Ryan with Jonathan Taylor being the big cog in that offensive wheel at 25 and a half? My instinct would be to go under, under, under and let the chips fall where they may on those three. Ryan, yes. Mahomes, yet. Yes. Wilson, yes. I also would throw Joe Burrow and Josh Allen in there as well. 34 and a half, 35 and a half. Yeah, I, I would throw Allen in there as well. A little, probably a little bit more than Burrow just because of the way that Allen will vulture himself. Kill. <laughs> He'll vulture himself He'll vulture with rushing himself. touchdowns. That's exactly right. So I, I actually, just looking at this, I think Allen might be my favorite one under 35 and a half. And again, we we get jaded with this market because of how great the elite guys are throwing for 40 touchdowns in most years at this point. It's hard to throw 30-plus touchdowns in an NFL season, even with the extra game. Last year, Brady 43, Stafford 41, obviously not pertaining to this AFC board. But then it's Herbert at 38. Again, the volume on Herbert and passes, 672. That's how many attempts he had last year. So I, I I don't love going under on him. But Mahomes had 37 with Tyreek Hill. He's only adjusted to 34 and a half. Give me the under on that. Give me the under on that for sure. And I do think uh, my instinct would be under on Wilson and Ryan as well. I like your think about Josh Allen. Vulturing himself. Great phrase. We'll come back. Some baseball thoughts and props next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click on the Refer a Friend program to set your, or to rather to send your friend a message, inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up, makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. It's that simple. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay's here as well. Again, uh, congratulations to uh, Mitch and Paul on Follow the Money for winning the uh, MLB betting pentathlon. That was uh, there to determine not only the uh, best baseball better at VEASAN, but I believe, again, as we said, if you read the fine print, the best baseball betters on planet Earth that have ever walked to the face of the Earth. Was that correct, Jeff? Is that a correct definition? Something along those lines. lines. Um, Despite the controversy that Seinberg tried to start this morning, uh, congratulations to them. But I still get back to the fact that it was so... It was so much fun, but last night was just hilarious because as you're, as I watched this game, and again, my my pick was already in. So the only way I was winning as the as the the leader going into the final round was if everybody lost their prop bets. Um, it almost happened, by the way, but it it got to the point where you again I could I could strategize against the more straightforward bets, but against the the bombs, you know, the fourteen to ones that were out there and the ten to ones or the uh, the same game parlays. There wasn't really much I could I could do about that, and so but the Danny Burke I, I just have to reiterate poor Dan Burke from Rush Hour, he was kind of the sneaky freaky brother sneaking in from the rear and all this because again Nightcap had to get Burns 
11 Ks in a Brewers win. Follow the money had to get Burns 9 Ks in a Brewers win. I just had to have the Giants win or Burns not get those strikeout thresholds. But then Burke was in the back just sort of lurking with this. Brandon Bell just needed an RBI. First two times Brandon Bell came up, he led off the inning. So unless he jacks one, I was fine. Third time, I don't think there was anybody on base. Fourth time, his base is juiced. And Gabe Kapler pinches for him. Kapler pinch hit for Jock Peterson, too? What is Kapler doing? Was he, he was just, he's like, I got to get the handedness. I got to get this right. I got to get the righty up against the lefty. Yeah, I was, I felt so bad for Danberg. Anyway, it was so much fun, and I uh, hope we do it again. You have some baseball props for us. What do you got here? Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do a little differently here today, Gil, because... Again, you're you're going to be gone for for a little bit. Get your summer vacation in before uh, we are fully ready to go on the NFL uh, starting really in August. Yes, yeah. we want one month away. So the baseball landscape could change a whole lot over the two weeks that you uh, you're on vacation. So we'll start here, and these are pretty similar props here from from DK. Uh, we've seen this in the NFL in the past, Gil, and we've seen this in the NBA as well. We're going to go with the division that's going to win the World Series here. The team comes from whichever division, and without a shock here, the American League East is your favorite at plus 230, Gil. Yeah. Followed by the NL West, hello Dodgers, plus 265, plus 330 on the NL East, the AL West at plus 450, and then the two Centrals. Bad year to be in middle America in baseball, apparently, Gil. Both uh, double digits, 12-1 to on the NL Central, and then 18-1 to on the American League Central. I mean, all of these numbers at a glance make pretty good sense. Like, first of all, Centrals, unless you really believe in the Brewers. Do you know anybody who really believes in the Twins? Um, I don't. I do not. <laughs> I don't believe in them either. And then the Cardinals lurk, and I, I don't want to disparage that franchise in any way because they're always lurking. But it makes sense why it's 12-1 to 1 and 18-1, to 1, respectively, at the bottom there. The AL East is – I listen – is it a bet I would make? These are available DraftKings. We don't have DraftKings here in Nevada. But the AL East is just, you're just flooding the zone, right? If you believe that four teams are getting into the postseason from the AL East, which is very possible, let's face it, everybody but to the Orioles, or dare I say including the Orioles and someone else out, that'd be awesome. Either way, though, the, the possibility of four teams from the AL East getting in and remember the new format here, top two division winners get a, in effect, a bye. Third best division winner plays the third worst wildcard team in a best of three where all the games are at the stadium of the third best division winner. And then the best wildcard and the second best wildcard do the same thing, best of three, but at the stadium of the first wildcard, if you will, both leagues but if you're getting four teams out of seven from the AL East isn't that just the sensible play unless you believe that the Dodgers are so much better than everybody else or the Astros are that you would go a different direction and then at that point you'd have to compare the plus 265 of the NL West to what you could actually get the Dodgers on I know there's Padres fans out there who are like what about us but you can't say that about the AL West, right? You'd get a you'd get a slightly juicier price, I guess. Oh, the Mariners have won eleven in a row, so maybe they'll have something to say about this. Angels don't look like they have any playoff pulse. 
So to me, I, I just kind of think the boring answer is I'll take the volume. I would take the AL East at plus 230. I would only take either of the East divisions. Those would be the only two I'd consider. Same, same reason. Yeah, same, same reason yeah. because the Mets and the Braves, to me, are teams two and three in the, in the National League. Mm-hmm. So I'll very happily take team two and three in the NL versus just team one in the NL, which is just the Dodgers. And then, like you said, with the American League East, there you could end up. Just flood the zone. Just I mean, yeah. there's a realistic possibility. You could even argue it should be favored right now, even on the Mariners sitting in front of the Blue Jays that you're going to have four American League East teams in the playoffs. So, yeah, I, I would. those are the only two that I would bet. I I would. I don't think the Padres are winning a title. I the Giants either. aren't winning a title despite your Giants magic. Gillen. Not this year. There was, uh, hey, that was the irony of last night, too. No Giants no, magic. No, none at all. But uh, Why are you swinging, Darren Ruff? <laughs> I, would, I would just, uh, again, it would be compare the price on the Dodgers versus that, and it's not, it's not that different. Not that different. Yeah, and you'd have to check what the limits are on this bet, that kind of thing as well. So the real question, again, as we do with the football bets, would you actually bet this? Would you, if you had this, if you had access to that, would you actually bet the plus 230 or the plus 330 on the Eastern divisions respectively right now? Would you make that wager? I would consider the National League East one. I'd consider. I, I would consider the National League East one more so than the AL East. All right, let's do this one. I was. Oh, this is awesome here. This is DraftKings does this. They did it in football too. World Series champion winning state, and I want to commend our graphics department last uh, downstairs for correctly putting the state next to the written state. We had trouble with that on primetime action. <laughs> we were geographically challenged, but this everything matches. So New York is plus two twenty because you get the Mets and the Yankees. Cali. Plus 250, you get the Dodgers and the Padres and I guess the Giants. Technically, you get the Oakland A's and the Angels, too. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Any other state, plus 275, as represented by the continental United States graphic there. Texas, okay. Who, who we get in Texas? We're getting the Astros. And, yeah. <laughs> Technically, the Rangers, but... Sorry, Rangers. Nope. How about Corey Seager getting in the home run derby? My goodness, is that a great derby? Plus four seventy five on Texas, Florida. You're getting the, uh, you're getting the, uh, the Rays and the Marlins. You're getting the so Rays. you're getting the Rays. You're getting the Rays. Twenty five to one, Illinois. You're getting the White Sox. You're getting getting the White Sox yeah, basically. Thirty to one. Phillies Pen- in Pennsylvania. Phillies in Cardinals in Missouri. Yeah, you're not getting. Much. And then you're wasting your money on Ohio. I think you're wasting your money on most of those. Yeah. Um. I don't like any of these. The other market to me was much more bettable than this. Yeah, I do too. Because I, so too. The, I would rather, at the price had on the NL East, I would rather have the Mets and the Braves and technically the Phillies who could be in the, in the field as well than having the Mets and the Yankees at plus 220. I'd rather have that plus uh, 320 on the NL East as opposed to having the state of New York, uh, which would probably be the only, again, I don't love doing the short shot, but that would be the one I would gravitate to. I believe um, I agree one. with you, sir, on this. Yes, I think the other one is a little more bettable. I, I still think, with apologies to your plus 330 on the NL East, I do think the AL East plus 230 is... is Nothing again, wrong with that. Give me, give me four teams in a postseason, and I'll live with that. 
you know, four out of seven just to get to the World Series. Obviously, one one can only get there, but that to me, I, I yeah, the world, the, the championship winning state. I wonder how many bets they get on this. Though they are East Coast heavy at DraftKings, so they probably get a lot on New York. I, I would say that they probably get more than you would expect. Since it's a Mets-Yankees year, I'm, I'm sure they would get a bunch, actually. On the other ones, I don't know. We'll come back. Jason Weingarten, home run derby thoughts. What a field. How about a first-round matchup between Corey Seager and J-Rod? Wow. On the other side, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.